Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone is having an amazing day so far. And it's just about to get more amazing because the toast is here. And it's October 1st. <laughs> wow, there's so much going on today. It's a beautiful day here in New York City. The toast is here. It's Thursday and October 1st. Yeah, it's a it's a national How holiday. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You know, it used to be a triggering day for me. But, you know... What I was, I was dealt, you know, a, a bad hand and I turned it into something positive and now it's like a celebratory day. And it's not really about me anymore. It's not about the money. It's just about a day. It's kind of like National Toast Day. Like it's just, let's just remember, like we have a podcast with so many listeners and people love to just like laugh and be positive with us. And that's what this day represents. Totally. But I do feel like the amount of people who are watching now who know what October 1st even is, like is very slim. We have our, we have shedded our like, List like we actually like recycle listeners. It's crazy. No, have, not recycle. Like, but you're right. Shedding. <laughs> like we have a lot of listeners who have been with us from the beginning. But like people come and go with the toast so frequently. Sometimes the toast comes in for a reason. Sometimes the toast comes in for a season. You know, yeah. Or like sometimes people are like in places in their lives when they need the toast, and then when they don't need the toast. So it's like we're in and out of people's <laughs> lives a lot sure to burn into the ground on their way out. <laughs> on their way out. So like <laughs> it's it's very possible that a lot of people don't know the October first significance. Um, it's actually a morning breath concept which makes it like even more archaic I'm really not in the mood to like dive into it no but like we just want to like October 1st recognition we see you Claudia never got her money and that's okay because we got a barrel of laughs not only did I not get my money in anticipation for me getting my money I donated $200 to uh, the toasters had we like we put it up for auction like to the toasters like give us best recommendations for charities to give the $200 to and I ended up giving it to like a New York based charity and I never got the $200 so I'm out 400 actually wow well you got a $200 write-off yeah but you know that's true maybe I I, like at the end of the day like balanced it out evened out maybe Um, however write-offs work we have a a busy show jam-packed lots of news some of it is mindless and some of it is not so you're just gonna have to stay tuned to see what happens we have from our love island correspondent huge recap of the finale last night which i don't watch but you will explain it to me and it will feel like i was there yes it will feel like you were there and i also i just have to tell you a funny story oh so i went to dinner last night okay and i was asking it was like a a mixed bag of people so i was trying to like make interesting conversation and i was like what was the you know what's your favorite movie what was the last book you read and like you would be shocked like 
I was like the most well-read person at the table. Like no one there really like had read. Um, and I'm like, you, have, you guys have got to start. Eliza starts a rumor. I read it the other day. I was really being like, and then someone, I like, I felt really bad for lying. I'm like, actually it was read to me, but it counts. I read the book. Yeah, you did read the book. You know what goes down. Speaking of reading, thank you so much. New episode of The Redheads dropped today. So exciting, so special, such a fun episode. If you haven't read the book, you can still listen to the episode because we're just, you know, like being chatty. Mm -hmm. But you also could read the book because it was a really good book. So check it out, The Redheads Book Club. You know that it's never too late to become a redhead. You can pick up any book that we've ever read and then listen to the corresponding episode, fall in love with the gals, and then read some more. I follow, obviously, the Redheads on Instagram because I'm a supporter of the arts. And you guys refer to yourselves as the TRBC. Well, TRBC. Um, and I just love, like, a f- some some acronyms just work. Mm-hmm. TCBY, right. TRBC. And it really just, like, I'm so proud of the acronym you've created. It's really impressive. Thank you. I don't use TRBC that much, but when I do, it's like a punch, you know, to the yeah. throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it honestly warmed my heart. Some acronyms just, like, fit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, they like sound good letters together. And that's how I really feel about TCBY, the country's best yogurt. Yeah. Even though I don't really like what it, like TCBY is a fabulous chain. Might have gone out of business. Fabulous chain of frozen yogurt. Um, And I love that it's an acronym. Like, you want to go to TCBY? Sure. But then when I found out what it stood for, I'm like, the country's best yogurt. It's like. No, it's, but it's TCBY. Like, that's the word. That's you know? the name. It's like a fun fact to know what it stands for. Right. But all you need to know is TCBY. But and honestly, I would, and by the way, Claudia, I would love to go to TCBY. Thank you for asking. I would love to go to TCBY. Maybe we'll go today. Fine. Fine. Twist my arm. Okay. Um, okay. So I feel like we're busy. Like, do we have anything else we want to discuss? Well, I always like to share when I've stumbled upon a content upper that I think the group could benefit from. We can never not benefit from a content upper. So please, I took your recommendation of She's the Man and it literally lit up my night. Right. And I never said that the click was a content upper. So I'm not going to put that in that category. But last night I watched one of my favorite movies, Bad Teacher. Oh, yeah. And it is just, you guys, watch it. It's on Netflix. It's so fucking good. And like, I've seen it so many times and I know which parts make me laugh. And they still make me laugh. You want to hear something crazy? You've never seen it? I've never seen it. I don't want to overhype it because every time I like tell you you're going to love something, then you hate it. Well, but Claude, <laughs> Claude, you're in for a treat. Well, they play it a lot on like Bravo and E. It's like the Don't class. watch it that way. And it's just, I hate watching movies that way. They also always play the holiday. And that's when like they start to ruin movies mm-hmm. when they put like so many commercials on. It's like on E and it's like, who wants to watch a And TV? they cut out like some of the best some parts. scenes. And also like it's less graphic. You know, they change the language. Yeah. It's not like punchy like that. So don't watch it in that way. Watch it on Netflix. I never get tired of watching it. It is just so funny. She is so, so good. I love and Cameron of course, Diaz. Now today I want to become a teacher. You should. I know. Like the movie makes me want to be a teacher you so badly. Teach the arts. And like when they are at the Cowboy Saloon listening to Period Five, um, and they just have that like teacher camaraderie. I'm like, I want to be a teacher teacher camaraderie is so real like the teacher's lounge just pop in the teacher's lounge if i honestly would become a teacher just for the lounge uh-huh. except i heard that um in our old high school which is like when i think of high school like i just imagine my high school obviously and um i heard that they actually renovated the teacher's lounge and had to make it into like offices and classrooms so it's like the teachers have been put out where do the teachers lounge, lounge. i don't know 
Huh. Devastating. Budget I, cuts. Budget cuts. Yeah, that ain't right. The teachers got a lounge. The teachers deserve a lounge. A hundred percent. Like, you can't be with that, like, camper energy no, all right. day long and not have a place to have a reprieve. And not have a safe space. And honestly, as a kid, I never understood, like, why they were so secretive. Like, you couldn't even look in the teacher's lounge. Like, Yeah, there's, like, a, a, she- like a bl- uh, shade up oh, on, the on the window. And, like, when teachers go in, like, they open the door slightly and, like, sneak in. Like, it's like this oasis and and i i never understood why they were so like top secret agent about it but now as an adult it's like obviously you don't want the kid energy sneaking in yeah no it could seep in from any crevice and you've just gotta corner them all off 100 percent. it's like an infestation yeah yeah so they gotta fumigate the place they must so bad teacher if you're looking for a content upper i watched it before i went to bed last night went to bed with a smile on my face oh that's lovely i went to smile on my thoughts i went to bed like just a little drunk Oh, also lovely. Yeah. Speaking of Thatch, how's Fachemin? He's good. He's really just like in a positive, happy, inner peaceful place. And once again, he's just so busy, you know, like lighting up the lives of millions of millions of Americans. That is what he does. And we miss him today. But at least it's not hump day. And so like that would be a devastation if he were to miss a hump day like yesterday. It would be a huge loss. You're right. But um, I understand why he can't be here today. And I'm just going to move on from it because I don't want to dwell. You know? Yeah, no. I mean, you brought it up, so. I know. I just, like, I like to check in with him. Of course. I'm his auntie. Of course, I'm his auntie. It's your auntie. It's your auntie. Um, I think without further ado, without further discussion of your auntie, it is time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you okay? What happened? <laughs> I think I fainted. It must be the RGH. <laughs> Allow me to grab my medicine. <laughs> All right, let's see. If it's too much. Jackie, I got this. You have the cure. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. And that's today's sponsor, Honey. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically applies the best ones available at checkout. Honey is basically your online shopping best friend. Here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks by going to joinhoney.com slash toast. Then when you're checking out on one of its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey will pop up and all you have to do is click apply coupons. It's literally the easiest thing ever. If you go to joinhoney.com slash toast, you can get the Honey browser extension for free. You don't have to do anything else. And then every time you shop at Bloomingdale, Sephora, Revolve, like they literally work with every website on the face of the earth, over 30,000. Um, a little box will come up and Honey will be like, do you want us to help you save money? And you say, sure. And then it like runs this little thing and all these different promo codes they try and they find you the best promo code on the internet available and it's literally the most premium thing ever and if you're not doing it, you're actually just wasting money. Um, they have found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. They support all kinds of retailers from tech, gaming sites, fashion brands, delivery, Beauty, I use it a lot. Um, it's super simple, so if you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash toast. That's joinhoney.com slash toast. Wow, I feel better. I got the wind knocked Thank out of me. God. The RDH flare-ups have been um, 
really, really, uh, really tough to get through. And I just have to say, I think that um, we have had in the last few months, like a wave of new toasters because I'm like getting inundated with messages. Like, what does RDH mean? Right. So please explain to the class. Well, I was having a hard time explaining it because it's like kind of a long thing. And someone commented on the toast Instagram, like, what does RDH mean? And this other toaster wrote like a very eloquent um, response and I posted that response on my Instagram story so if you're looking for it go check that out but also long story short RDH stands for remiss devastated and heartbroken and it started out as every time I was about to jump into the stories Claudia would let me know that she would be remiss devastated and heartbroken if she didn't share the sponsor of the day it's 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 honestly like it's a burden like it weighs very heavy on me and I feel I have a responsibility and if I don't tell everyone who the sponsor is like I really would feel remiss I would feel devastated I would even feel not to be dramatic heartbroken right so now every day like until you alleviate that burden you have a case of the RDH and sometimes it takes over it it's so overwhelming like you have no idea what it's like to just like shoulder this burden no I I mean I watch you go through it every day and so I've seen firsthand thank you I'm I'm so glad you're here for me wow warm Bitch! Cold. <laughs> I'm actually very warm today as well. Yeah. So I'm like aware of I mean, warmth emanating from places. It's hot as fuck in here. <laughs> no, it's hot as fuck. I'm wearing a jacket. It's also like not cold outside. No. I think our studio is like the temperature that it is outside. Well, because we have like big windows and it's kind of a small place. Like it's fucking hot. Big windows in a small place. Is that a song? Big love in a small town. Lady A. Mm. Obscure reference. Obscure. Because <laughs> not only is it like a random song by a random group, it's also, you didn't even sing it, you changed the words. We got a big window. <laughs> <laughs> Small place. Okay. Let's okay. just move on. Okay. First story. Really, really sad news. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend suffer a pregnancy loss. Quote, we will always love you. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are mourning the loss of their son one month after announcing their pregnancy. The couple shared the sad news on Wednesday, revealing that her bleeding couldn't be stopped despite bags and bags of blood transfusions. Quote, we are shocked and in the kind of deep pain you only hear about, the kind of pain we've never felt before. We were never able to stop the bleeding and give our baby the fluids he needed. Despite bags and bags of blood transfusions, it just wasn't enough, Chrissy wrote in a lengthy, emotional Instagram post. We never decide on our baby's names until the last possible moment after they're born just before we leave the hospital. But we, for some reason, had started to call this little guy in my belly Jack. So he will always be Jack to us. Jack works so hard to be a part of our little family, and he will be forever. This is just a, an absolutely horrible story. And I feel like one that, like, just everyone is, like, shook by. Yeah. And I was in on the way here, like, in a taxi looking at her Instagram and the pictures that were taken and then, like, reading people's comments. Like, it is just... I literally started crying in the back of a cab. It's just, like, it's so, so sad. It's so sad. And she was, like, a little over 20 weeks. And it's, like... Of course, like at the beginning of a pregnancy, I feel like there's always like trepidation. You have to be, you don't want to be superstitious. And I don't know, 20 weeks, it's like you feel like you might be in the clear. And it's just so sad. So sad. So painful. The pictures are so emotional. And I mean, so many people are like, and celebrities are reaching out mm-hmm. and supporting her. Mm-hmm. And which is beautiful to see. I just, I feel so heavily for their family. Yeah. The picture that actually like really, really made me sad was her getting an epidural. Because it's like at that point, you know, it's like not going well. And you have to go through the whole thing yeah and that type of procedure that you get the epidural like you're expecting you know a baby at the end and that doesn't happen and it's just really really sad and this is like I was actually really surprised with how much she shared yeah like 
in the caption and the photos, but she's so open. And, and I feel like she, that's, it, that can be a burden too. It's like, you want to share all the positive and then it's like, and you don't have to share the negative. And I think it was like really, really brave of her. Cause I think a lot of people go through things like this and they feel like alone and isolated and like not that many people talk about it. So I actually think a lot of people really appreciated her being so open and transparent about it. But I was like, wow, like, I mean, I can never do that. No, to like go through it. And then also to open yourself up. Right. Like, to be like in support of others right it's just and people on the internet are fucking evil and vicious yeah and you like you would think like some of the comments like i can't yeah no well we're just thinking of her family during this time and just it's terrible story emotional um, okay, switching gears a little. Uh, Seagram's heiress, Claire Bomfren, sentenced to more than six years for her role in the Nexium wow. sex cult. So Claudia's favorite losery cult, oh my God. Nexium, is being brought to justice. And one of the major participants, Claire Bromfman, was sentenced to six years for her role in the sex slave cult. You know what? I feel like there are a lot of people responsible for it. Um, and if you're watching the documentary, it's actually really hard to dis like make the difference between like those who were responsible and like those who are victims because at the end of the day it's like when we're talking about Allison Mack it's like she was recruited in the cult she fell prey to the cult but then she fucking went all the way to the top and started this yes. part of the part of uh EPF, ESP which was like the really problematic cult like the rest of the group it was like a little weird that all these adults were like hanging out and spending money like being friends but at the end of the day it wasn't illegal it was just like a weird thing yeah. but the, the the problematic part of ESP was jeunesse which is started by Allison Mack wow and so to me it was like this cult preyed on people who were you know down or having a hard time or low self-esteem and uh what's the word I'm looking for, exploited that Mm -hmm. and got them to join the cult for years and years and years. And there were some successful people in it, but they were all like deeply, um, like, like, like they, I mean, everyone has something in them that they want to fix. And that's what Nexium like really preyed on in people. And so it was shocking at like how well run Nexium was and like their facilities and this, they literally owned a town in Albany and they got the Dalai Lama to come. And it's like, how does this group of losers do that? And it's because of Claire and her sister, Sarah Bronfman. Like, they were the ones financing it. They were the ones with the connections to the Dalai Lama. Like, they were the ones who legitimized it. Mm. And so to me, that's like such, like, they're, like, Keith Ranieri is the guy who started it. And, like, he's the worst in all of this. But they're really up there for yeah. me. Like, they're the ones who really made it possible. Keith Ranieri didn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah, like, people make it possible for him to ascend to the level of power that he did. Right. And not only that, it was like, so they, according to the documentary, like, they were... Keith Raniere got like a lot of bad press. Like it's not like this didn't go unnoticed. Like there was this huge article in Forbes about it. And it said that Clarence Sarah Bronfman's dad was behind a lot of the bad press because he was like, why are my daughters, these freaks, involved in a cult? And so he was doing everything he could to protect his daughter and like exploit like this man. Um, so they had to like really overcompensate because they wanted to impress Keith. And they were like, yeah, we're really rich. But like Keith is we're not bringing value because we're the ones, our dad is the one making this seem illegitimate. So they worked overtime to get the private plane to go see the Dalai Lama. And it's like, you're fucking losers. Like two people who grew up with everything. They inherited $250 million, these girls. And it's like, that's what you fucking spend it on? Buy a jet, like a normal fucking person. Yeah. That part of this part of the documentary like bothered me the most. Did you finish the documentary? So it's episodic. And so another one was released on Sunday. I haven't seen it yet. Are you Um, enjoying it? Because at first you weren't. I wasn't at first. But you love this this story. Well, 
here's why why I love it is why I also didn't enjoy the documentary it's because there's so much hype you think of it like Scientology which really Scientology is like the most star-studded group there's a lot it's very interesting Nexium, like really branded like who's ever doing the marketing for the Nexium scandal is doing a good job because you think it's like this celebrity salacious there is not one famous person in it. Yeah. Like, I can't stress that enough. Allison Mack is the most famous person on it. And if you never told me she was in Smallville, I never would have known. She literally looks like she could be anything. She's a barista. She's a pilot. Like, she could be anything. Yeah. I, I agree with that. They so, do have good, they have good PR. But the movie, I mean, the documentary is definitely getting better because the intricacies like this Bronfman element are so fascinating because it's like, can you imagine just like being born with everything you've ever wanted? Like they were talking about like their pedigree. Oh, I moved across the country and I started riding horses. Like it's just like this idyllic life. And I know that no one's life is perfect, but to be given everything like from the start of your life and like this is what you do with it. It's like, it's such a disgrace. It's like humanity at its worst. Yeah. That's the part that like I can't wrap my head around. Of course, like the branding, like that's crazy. But when, when the women who were victims of the cult, you think like that could never happen to me. You, you hear it, it just happens so fast. Yeah. And then it's like, literally it takes one thing for you to realize, like, holy shit, I'm in a cult. Like, and so that I can understand. I, I can understand, like, being, you know, in a place in your life where you're vulnerable and, like, this powerful group thinks they're going to help you. And, like, next thing you know, 12 years have passed and, like, you gave this cult your life. I, I can actually understand that and I can see it happening. I can't relate to someone who literally has been given everything their entire lives and inherited $250 million for something they've never even done. Like they didn't work on Seagram's, you know, like that level of wealth and to do that and hurt people like that to me is the, the worst part of Nexium. And that's what the documentary episode like four or five started to get into. And that's where I think it got really interesting. Just like hearing about them and then like hearing them do interviews on like local Albany radio, talking about Keith Raniere. It's like these fucking losers. Like, it should, it, it's the loser cult. Like, I just can't use another word. I'm sorry, I, I'm repetitive, but loser! Yeah, loser, loser, double loser. loser. What? Whatever. Excuse me, excuse me. Whatever, major loser. Okay, next story in the story of the week, our girl of the week, Demi Lovato, has oh. released her ballads, Still oh. Have Me, after her Max Eric breakup. What are, what are the messages? So, I listened to it, and it's, um... It's, me it's full of message. Mm -hmm. It's not like a, a banger, though. Oh, okay. It's because I think, you know, she obviously she just like it wrote it in her diary and then sang it. Yeah. But she's saying, I'm still, I'm still a mess and I'm still broken, but I'm finding my way back. And it feels like someone's stolen all the light I ever had. It hurts, I agree. It hurts to breathe. I don't have much, but at least I still have me. And that's all I need. Oh, that's sweet. I really like that message. I like that message, too. I like that she's not being, like, salacious, like, no, like you stole my car. You know what I mean? Like, she could have done... Yeah, no, she's just being honest. Because yeah. I think we can all imagine how she feels right now. Like, obviously, she's embarrassed, but I'm sure she's also heartbroken. Like, she right. thought she might marry this person. This was her fiancé. Like, right. you're still sad. So, like, to go from that level of partnership to being on your own and also realizing, like, this person was most likely using you. Right. And to see him for what he really is, which, which is ugly. ugly. It hurts. Yeah, you know what? I feel like, now that I didn't realize it until you just said this, I feel like what happened between Max Erich and Demi Lovato is, like, a celebrity especially a female celebrity, like a powerful woman's like worst nightmare. It's like at the end of the day, it's like you realize this relationship the entire time, like you were probably being used. And that's like always what celebrities are looking out for, whether it's in partners, friendships, like they, they're, they're powerful, famous, rich people. And that's what a user, a social climber likes Mac Erich would look for. And so to make in the last few days, like have the realization that like literally 
your worst fear is what actually happened to you, like that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot to process. So yeah, we're with Demi on this of one. Of course we are. Like, I don't know how you couldn't. No, no, no. But like, not just like throwing, you know, her into like being able to separate like Demi from Max, you know, not just like the two of them up in flames. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I always support Demi. Like, I think she's literally the best Disney Channel star. Like, I wouldn't have said it when I was in the Disney world. Like, I was like, Hannah Montana, ride or die. But now, of all those girls who have grown up and become huge stars, like, I think she's really, like, the best role model. Yeah. In a lot of ways. I I agree. She's so open about, like, her journey to sobriety and the ups and downs that come with being sober, um... I don't know. I just feel like she's really body confident. Like, I, I love her. Yeah. No, she, she really does set a great example. She's very real. Like, she doesn't, you know, Sugar we know coat. what's going on in her life. And this is it. And this is it. It's tough. So the song's pretty good. Check it out. Oh, I will. Next up, Kylie Jenner's first day of school outfit for Stormy Webster will grab any teacher's attention. So Stormy Webster had her first day of school yesterday, which was just so exciting for Stormy fans everywhere. Um, also, what was extremely exciting was her Hermes to go Kelly uh, backpack, which reportedly retails for $12,000. That's fucking crazy. And I was actually, when I saw this picture and like the articles about her backpack, I'm like, I need to talk to the teacher. So it's like, Stormy has homework. Does she touch the, the Kelly bag? And it's like, Stormy, let me put that in your bag for you. Or like, does Stormy put it in her own bag? Like, I need the logistics of being a teacher with a student who has a $12,000 backpack when the, ch- when the child's five years old. This isn't like a high school student, you know? Yes. And also, like, the, op- the mechanics of opening and closing that bag are hard. Are like more difficult thing. You're just standard zipper. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, I'm worried her things are going to fall out if it's not properly secured. Right. And it's all like, her pens and pencils. Do you think Stormy has a bodyguard at school? Oh, I don't know. There might Kylie's be so extra. Like, yeah, there might be someone waiting outside. I don't think he goes into the classroom with her. But this is also her first day of school. Like, they're figuring it out. Yeah. But I'm sure, like, Kylie's just doing, like, whatever Kim and right. Courtney's kids do. Do you think they all go to the same school? I do. I think they all go to the same school. I don't know. They're such different parents. Like, and that's really what we've seen. But they seen. live in literally the same street. Yeah. How many schools are there for celebrity children in the area? It's, I don't know. It's I'm Calabasas. Sure I'm, I'm sure, sure there's there's a, a lot. Field. But, like, I'm sure, you know, now... Stormy has like eight cousins. They've been through the school system. I'm sure they've figured out at this point, like which is the best school. I mean, they could literally just like have their own school maybe on property. They, maybe they have started their own school because they that have enough kids. That would be smart. They have enough kids for a classroom. The kids would maybe grow up to be like a little strange, but honestly, if you're that rich and like, I don't know, sending your, your kid off to school, like, and then like, you just don't know if like the other kids are like taking pictures of her. Like, it would freak me out. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe it. Stormy is going to school already. You mm-hmm. know, like it she just, was just born. She it, she was just born. It's just a marker of like how quick time is passing. I was in a cab literally yesterday watching the YouTube video where Kylie confirmed her pregnancy. Like that was yesterday. Yeah. How was it literally five years ago? Three yeah. years ago. And I feel like when I look at Stormy, I feel the way like a part of the way that I'm sure Kylie feels towards her, which is like she's growing up so fast. And you're so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. And now she's like this little educated queen mm-hmm. and with her backpack which was just the cutest thing and love to see it we, we do love to and see so growth i just want to wish stormy well on her second day. day now it's her second day and i hope the first day was good because you know first days of school can be really really tough <sighs> really tough like 
making friends is so hard and like i don't want to put too much pressure on story me but like the friends you make in school like at the beginning like become your friends for life so it's like you want to pick a good group so like she better have had a good day yesterday or right. else things could go south right but she has her cousins, so like that's so fun. Yeah. And if she is in school with her cousins, that means Chicago tri- and True. Right. And the triplets, like they're just gonna run this school. Yeah. And it's actually really sweet how Penelope and North are so close. Yeah. My heart, you know, hurts for Mason that there's no one his age. He's a trailblazer. He is. He's, He's a gonna be like the cool cousin who's like smoking pot, you know? Yeah. No, or like giving them rides places and like all their friends will like think he's so cute. And they'll be like, Mason, could you drive us today? And he's like, guys, I'm busy. Fine. Yeah. No, it's mad cute. And That's a show like I will watch, like the Kardashian Jenner in high school. Yeah, keeping up with the juniors. <laughs> yeah, okay, keeping up with the Jenner juniors, or just Junior <laughs> Jenners is a good show. Yeah, but like it doesn't apply to some of them are disics. It's tough. Fifth and final story: Your favorite girl, Chriselle Staus, is um, talking about her divorce. She says seeing her ex Justin Hartley date again was painful, but she's excited to move on. Who's he dating? Well, he was, like, spotted a few months after the divorce with his co-star. Mm. And so, mm. makes you think. Mm. But Chriselle Staus is back on the market and ready to mingle. Last November, the actress and reality star was left heartbroken when her husband, Justin Hartley, suddenly filed for divorce, ending their marriage over a text message. She tells people, I've had to start over so many times in my life. I always know how to look at the bright side because there's been a lot of dark. Um, while still processing her shattered marriage she was also dealing with another devastating blow when her mother died of lung cancer and then her dad did too oh my god yeah, within months um and she talks about watching justin move on she said i feel like anybody would be heartbroken to see how quickly or easily you are replaced of course that's going to sting yeah i mean i always i had a dream like last week that Ben and I decided to have an open marriage and like I couldn't get a date, but Ben obviously could. And he was like, I'm going to see this girl Morgan. Like we're going to get ice cream. And like I, the, the rage I felt like in my dream, I feel like very protective. It's like, okay, if I die, like Ben has to die too because he cannot date anyone ever. Like I just, I like that feeling. And like, that's so heightened. Like you get divorced and then like divorce is sad because like you go from being together to being alone. And then it's like, you have to see them dating someone. Like that would drive me fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I don't, justice for everyone who's ever been divorced. Yeah. Um, she also talked about changing her last name so quickly. Oh, I, by the way, I have so much respect for her. Yeah, she said, um, quote, I'm not trying to be somewhere I'm not wanted. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I respect that so hard. Like, yeah. Like, right before, and like, she had gotten famous, because season one, she was answering the phone, Chriselle Hartley. Like, she had gotten famous already with the name Chriselle Hartley, and like, a lot of people are hesitant to change their name when they're like famous or becoming famous, because it's hard enough to get known as Chriselle Staus, now we have to get known as, you know, it's like yeah, two different but names. But she really did it. Like, I know her as Chriselle Staus now. Right. Also, I read an article um, about the origin of her name. Do you know the story? Yes. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful story. Her mom was, like, at a gas, a Shell gas station getting something. And when she went into labor, and it was, like, this whole dramatic thing. This guy had to help her. And the guy who helped her was named Chris. So it was Chris from the Shell station. Chriselle. Chriselle. I love that. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I love a name with a story. I love a name with a story. Do you have a story? No. That's, I'm just Jackie. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't, it's not two I, things They had together. a different name plan for me. When I arrived, they said I was like so stunning. Like we're really similar to like Claudia Schiffer. Yeah. That they actually, like they had no choice but to name me Claudia. Yeah, that makes sense. I heard that if you were a boy, you were going to be named Theo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Claude. 
Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Blood. Um, um, I never felt like as cool as I did in art class when like we learned about Claude Monet. Everyone was like, Claudia, how do you know him? I'm like, yeah, it's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Should we dive into our reality TV recap? We should dive headfirst right in because I have much to say. Well, today's reality TV recap is very appropriately brought to you by Clickbait with Bachelor Nation. Everyone loves a good bit of gossip. Go inside the juiciest stories on Clickbait with, uh, with Bachelor Nation. Hosts Tasha Adams, Woo. Hannah Ann Sluss, Woo. and Joe Amblay know what it's like to live in the spotlight. They've seen that fame can be, mean being praised, adored, and sabotaged, sometimes all on the same day. True. <laughs> On Clickbait, they share what they've learned from their wild days at the Bachelor Mansion to bring you a new kind of celebrity news podcast. Each week, they break down the biggest stories in pop culture, dissecting every outrageous headline, debunking every rumor, and sorting through what's truly clickbait and what's real. And with these three, the arguments about Hollywood scandals will be as dramatic as the headlines themselves. Every week features a different celebrity guest dishing unfiltered opinions on the gossip of the day. You won't want to miss these hilarious, explosive revelations. Subscribe to Clickbait with Bachelor Nation on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Again, that's Clickbait with Bachelor Nation. Tasha, Hannah Ann, Joe Amablay. It sounds like such a good podcast. And the concept is actually a great idea for a podcast because there's so much clickbait out there and it's like I'm constantly falling prey on yeah. like random websites to fake news. No, totally. Um, okay, so tell me about Love Island. Everyone was rooting for this couple and I think they won, right? Justine and Caleb, they won. No one else could have won. Like one, they were just worlds above everyone else and the entire I mean I got like my audience like reviews from Twitter like Mm -hmm. everyone was just like here for Caleb and Justine like their love story was so beautiful and some of the other couples you know they they meet each other and they're like I'm attracted to you I'm attracted to you and we're gonna like be in a relationship now and then things happen everyone has bumps in the road but they came together like slowly at first friends at first and like he was with another girl and she like just put herself out there and let him know that she was into him and he switched and and started um coupling up is the term with Justine and like from there just like blossomed into such a beautiful love story two nights ago they did like these big dates you know like bachelor style fan like not fantasy suite but like right so they took a helicopter over Grand Canyon West wow. and then they landed in the Grand Canyon and had a picnic and it was so beautiful and they told each other that they loved each other wow. which is like a big deal for Love Island I think some people throw it around because you know maybe if they know think America it'll help them it, win it'll help them win um but like in that moment like I felt that they were in love and I was like they're gonna say it right that's crazy that's a crazy date I don't know how you transition back to like normal dates at McDonald's like after that yeah but all the so there's a final four couples and they all go on really extravagant dates on this last day throughout the season they like literally have they set up a table in the pool (laughs) and yeah they go on like okay dates but these dates were just like on another level like one couple took a Ferrari down um one some like Nevada Avenue like Canyon sort of avenue it has a name and apparently it's really cool that's a sickening date yeah another couple they got all the whole Caesars um theater empty well also because there's a pandemic right and so they had like cleared everyone out dinner in there and there were like some dancers dancing for them like really sickening dates but 
Caleb's and Justine's was just the best one. No, a helicopter to the middle of Grand Canyon and like then having a picnic. And telling each other that they love each other. That's so sweet. The Ferrari one sounds really good too. Yeah. That's where reality, like it's, sometimes it's not surprising like that so many reality TV couples fail when you fall in love in like this idyllic setting where everything is taken care of for you and then it's like you get home and it's like, where do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? Like, (laughs) how can you not hate the person? Yes. But like on Love Island, they're mostly just in the villa. Right. And it's not that ritzy glitzy like it is on The Bachelor. So to have these like big dates is really exciting exciting um and so there were four couples left I get and runner-up was Selly and Johnny who throughout like you would have probably thought they were gonna win until I told you about Casa more where they brought they separated the guys yes. and the girls they brought in for and Johnny and Selly and Johnny were like the strongest couple at the time and Johnny just like went so hard with this other girl oh. and when he came back he told Selly but like kind of glazed over it and then other guys came in and told her had seen watched it on TV and told her and so like she had never seen it she didn't know what to believe and it really just like threw a wrench in their relationship and that was around the time I was catching up on Twitter and like the way people on Twitter hated Johnny I like I would have had no idea I would have thought that like people were really rooting for them but then I started to see like everything he was doing as like mm-hmm. fake you started to see him for who he truly was which, which is, is ugly. ugly um and then the other two couples uh, one of the couples laurel and carrington who uh, i didn't mind at the end like carrington had just been like a little too like fake and wishy-washy right people really did not like him and then moira and calvin moira moira it's crazy um they really came together by the end people were getting like kind of tired of her because she would like be with like these great guys and be like i'm not feeling it and even her and calvin were coupled up in the middle and they like they weren't feeling it so they broke up but then at the end like they were legitimately in a relationship Mm -hmm. but so justine and calvin were just constantly falling more and more in love throughout the season and it was a beautiful beautiful thing to watch they're the first black couple to win love island and to watch their love play out i don't know and i watched last season and it was really good and i feel like more people are watching this season because um there's less to do and it's a show that's on every single night for an hour and it's really premium like the way that they package it and i just feel like watching the finale last night and watching them win it was just a really beautiful moment i literally had chills up my entire body what channel is it on cbs Got it. I mean, every night, that's, like, such a, like, a crazy amount, like, of content. Yeah, I never watched it, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but I... Saturday, Sunday, too? Yeah, it's on Sunday. So they take one or two nights a week off, I think. Damn, but I would crazy. just, like, watch six episodes at a time, and when you're into a show, it's, it is really nice. Yeah. So even though the season, like, kind of started off slow, by the end, like, I think that Caleb and Justine are one of the best love stories on reality TV that like we have seen. What are the odds you think that they'll make it in the real world? I think the odds are very, very high. Mm -hmm. I really do. And when I was watching last night, I'm like, all these couples are going to make it. Of course. But I don't, I don't know. I think that they will make it. I'll look forward to seeing how the other couples do. But it's just, it was, it was really, it turned out to be a really great season. So it's just crazy that there are so many like new bachelor type of shows are just like coupling up shows like with love is blind Two out to handle we've just like so many more like future influencers like in yes. our rotation um and there actually feel like there are a lot of couples now who are still together lauren and cameron are still together from mm-hmm. uh love is blind i don't think anyone's together from two out to handle right no i don't think so Ron, yeah no having watched Shoe Hot to Handle and then going back to Love is Blind was really confusing because I was like they were kissing and I'm like you're not allowed yeah like there were so many rules at each show that you got confused watching but I think I liked Love is Blind way better yeah well it was more it had more substance substance yeah, yeah. like I also, actually cried at some of it oh Barrett 
Uh, Amber and Barnett. Amber and Barnett. I love yeah. that you knew what I was talking about. Yeah, because Barrett. I was waiting for you to say that they were still together, so I, I remembered their names. I just then. saw they're on TikTok now, and they were like are oh, putting cute. out some cute content. They're actually really cute. Also, with Love Island, the winners do get a hundred thousand dollars, and then at the end, there's one last test to see if like you want to split the money or if one person's going to keep it. Because like then you could like if you wait. Sorry, start again. At the end of Love Island, the winning couple wins a hundred thousand dollars. Each person or together? Well, they each. So this is how it goes. The host gives two people a card. One of our cards says $100,000. The other person says $0. Mm-hmm. The person who says, the couple, they're, and they're a couple. The person who has the $100,000 decides if they want to keep the $100,000 for themselves or split it. So of course, Caleb split it. Oh but my God, that's a terrible like, like question. Johnny, Johnny was like, and he's the one who was like, everyone's kind of out on at this point. He was like, bro, you should keep it. Like kidding. And it's like, you weren't kidding. No, you weren't kidding. Like if, so Johnny and Sally had won. Like imagine if a couple you thought this entire time was like in love and then it turned out that this person was just really here for the money. Oh, has or, that happened? I don't know. I, there's a lot of seasons of Love Island UK. I've never watched them, so I don't know if that's happened. Or maybe it's like, maybe they really did like this other person, but they don't think it's going to work out, so let me at least get an extra 50K. Right. So Alex Stewart, who is a toaster, she yes. was on Love Island US? She was on Love Island US last season, which was the first season of US. Got it. And, and she, she came in second. runner-up, yes. Damn, and they're not together anymore, her no. and that guy. And the winning couple's not together anymore either. Mm. All right, so we'll see this time next year. Who's together? Yes, we will. So is the couple that came in second last night still together technically? Yeah. And even third and fourth, like they say that they're going to leave the villain. I don't care that I didn't win. Like I got my girl. I got my guy. And I have, you know, so, and I'm sure maybe they feel that way right now because also like when you're in the villa, you only have eyes for this other person. Like it's like, um, you know villa goggles right so and also you don't know how they behave in the real world like everyone's mm-hmm. on their best behavior when they're in a villa there's no other actually there are a lot of other options and temptations but also like america's watching you interesting sounds yeah. like a fabulous show i feel like i was there yeah it was really good it ended on such a beautiful note and just the show is just really well done so i'm really happy for caleb and justine and i look forward to watching their love continue we have um We've done all we needed to do today, you know, but there does feel like something is missing. And it's that sense of that little, that je ne sais quoi of mindlessness. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it might be time for some mindless news. Um, And it is a Thursday. So I feel like it would be really, really, like really inappropriate of me not to mention that Kelly's Mindless News is brought to you by Thursday Boots. Just in time for the start of boot season, we received a few of the new releases from our friends at Thursday Boots. As a quick reminder, Thursday Boots is the New York City-based startup brand that designs really, really comfortable, high-quality boots and sells them at the best direct-to-consumer prices. They handcraft their boots in the North, same North American and European facilities as brands that charge two to four times the price, but by cutting out the retail markups, they offer the highest quality boots at a very accessible price. If there was ever a time to invest in more comfortable boots, it's now. I mean, perfect timing. I've started to now, like take out my boots. I'm wearing boots probably every day. Um, my favorite over the knee boots are last season Thursday boots and I got so many compliments on them. So I can't wait for all the compliments I'm going to get this year. Totally. Um, if you want fast fashion or shoes that rarely make it out of your closet, don't shop at Thursday boots. Thursday boots is an investment in comfort, timeless styles and staples that will last for years. You deserve more comfortable boots without the high retail markups because Thursday Boots is all about year-round honest prices at the lowest sustainable markup possible. They never have sales or do discounts, but they are giving our listeners a free two-day shipping on their first order and they always offer free returns and exchanges so you have absolutely nothing to lose by trying out your first pair of Thursday Boots. Go to thursdayboots.com toast for 
the free two-day shipping. Again, that's thursdayboots.com slash toast. And you can have a pair on your doorstep before next Thursday. They actually have amazing shipping. Um, that's thursdayboots, T-H-U-R-S-D-A-Y-B-O-O-T-S dot com slash toast for free two-day shipping plus free returns and exchanges. You want to look fly this season? Get your Thursday boots. Yeah, if you're looking for a new pair of boots for the season, head over to Thursday Boots. They've got all the greatest styles. Okay, it's time for some... Kelly's mindless news like the 4th of July. Ooh, that felt so good. It's been so long. That felt so good, morning millennials. Today's Kelly's mindless news is brought to you by Hello Magazine, which is, I believe, a big uh, British tabloid and they are really like spearheading for a while it was like good housekeeping people magazine but they are the spearheaders of, of mindlessness oh interesting after She's extensive this shit international after extensive research i have come to the conclusion that hello magazine is probably the worst offender in the case of kelly versus the people <laughs> <laughs> kelly okay. versus the people's time <laughs> kelly versus the people's sanity here's the headline kelly ripa shares stunning pool photo from inside her garden in the Hamptons. So before I read, this is a headline. What are you imagining on the photo? I'm imagining a stunning pool, like a truly stunning pool photo inside a garden in the Hamptons. Like not a, a something that I would ever think to write an article on, but like really a beautiful pool. Like she's a Hamptons no, queen. And what do you think, what elements do you think are in the, the picture. So I'm going to say like pool from a distance, like not super up close with like beautiful floral arrangements surrounding maybe like a ripe tomato. Okay. So let me show you how they describe this photo. Okay. Kelly Ripa is currently spending her time between her homes in the Hamptons and Manhattan while husband Mark Consuelos is working in Vancouver. But before Mark Consuelos. Riverdale. Yes. But before Mark Consuelos left back in the summer, the Live with Kelly and Ryan star shared the most incredible incredible photo of her husband relaxing in the family's luxury swimming pool in their garden. Can't wait. The actress took to Instagram to share a snapshot of Mark relaxing in the water and captioned it, Sunday vibes, hashtag daddy. Fans, wait, to one side of the pool were several lounge chairs, and the picture also gave a glimpse of the family's perfectly manicured lawn. Fans were quick to comment on the picture, with one writing, Damn, that's a nice pool. While another wrote, what a view. A third even added, the Hamptons pool water is so refreshing. Now I'm going to show you the picture. We will have posted it on our Instagram by now, so make sure to check it out. This is the gorgeous, unbelievable, show-stopping photo of Kelly's backyard. The garden, the pool. Okay. <laughs> You guys, it's literally a picture of Mark and Spadles in the pool, like so close up. I can bear I can literally barely see the yard and the me, nerve wait. that they have to start this headline in her garden. Like, are you serious? It's wait. this is what they need on that clickbait podcast. That is so crazy. I don't see one flower. Yeah, no flowers. And you oh, you could see a lounge chair. You could see literally like the legs of a couple of wooden lounge chairs. Oh my god, that is so crazy. And this also, is why we do the work that we do to yeah. uncover the mindlessness and the conspiracy behind Kelly Ripa and the insane amount of press that she gets for seemingly no reason. Yeah, and you know what? If she's gonna get all this press for like these Instagram photos, like she should be using Jackie O'Flow. Oh, her Instagram, not to mention, is, is like awful. She uses the Instagram filters that are 
are pre-provided. This and is ex-pro for sure. And I feel like she maybe even took the picture in the Instagram app. Yeah, like, like that's how that's little how low she quality. cares. No, that's how little she cares. Like she knows it's going to get written up. Like bare, like she's just phoning it in. It's Isn't that crazy? That's really crazy. It really never ceases to amaze me. I think the mindless... I really, I really try to be like, okay, if there's like a stunning picture of Kelly Ripa's pool and her nice looking husband is in it and there's beautiful flowers, like, okay, sure, you want to write about it? That's newsworthy. Sure. But this blurry, like, tragedy of a photo is not newsworthy. And I think that, you know, it's been a really long time since we did a segment, Kelly's Mindless News, KMN. Um, It's been a while, but it's not because there hasn't been news, but it's just because I feel like we were, like, going in on her a little bit too much. But, like, there has been, especially in quarantine, so much mindless news from Kelly. Like, it's astonishing. It is astonishing. And also, like, you have to slow down on reporting on it because – it's so mindless, you know, you need to be more mindful. It's, it's, but it's also like so mindless, but also so overwhelming at the same time. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's the power of Kelly. And her mindless, mindless news, news like the 4th of July. July. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed the show. Anything else we want to talk about? Wrap up. There is no show tomorrow. Jackie and I are road tripping. Road tripping. Sometimes in it with a hand goes in a hand. What? Tom's And baby, we're at it again. It's Dan and Shay? Yeah, Dan and Shay. We'll have to listen. Road, 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 road tripping, tripping, tripping. <laughs> we got to listen to that when we road trip today. I think we're also going to film a Patreon video of the trip that we're going to be traveling on the road for. No, oh, yeah, no, I thought we were doing... Oh, yes. I brought my, my little tripod for the car. Amazing, yeah. We, uh, a video that we... I mean, you guys, we've spoken about it, so we can share what we will try and film on our way back from our road tripping. Summertime <laughs> sipping with the hands on and away. Um, the, the fast food video where we try all the fast food. It's a mukbang. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to get my hands on another Impossible Whopper. We're going to check out all the local stops, the Wendy's, the McDonald's, the Burger King. I absolutely just love fast food so much. I was having this conversation and maybe even have even said it on the toast multiple times. But like, I can't believe there are people who like travel to Michelin star restaurants in Paris and like think it's the best meal they've ever had when literally the best meal is at your local McDonald's. Yeah. I can't imagine that food gets any better than McDonald's. I just can't. And maybe that's the naivete in me, but it's premium cuisine. It's premium cuisine. And so I'm really excited to film that video. Gotta stay hungry for it. Gotta stay hungry for it. And that's all she wrote. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the, what? Just, if you're upset that this episode is ending, which I can understand it could be upsetting. It's, it's very traumatizing. There's two places I want to send you. Please. First place, Morning Toast Patreon, because we recorded a podcast episode oh, yesterday yeah. where Claudia and I took a best friends quiz to see how well I really know her. And the questions were really interesting. Very and deep. Jackie knows a lot about me. But then there are some things like I didn't know about you and, and I learned today. So head over to Patreon dot com slash the morning toast and if you want more content head over to the redheads book club we have a new episode out it's me and the gals and we're breaking down the unraveling of it's you and the jazzy gals it's me and the jazzy gals and we're also talking about all the other books that we read this month also i shared with the redheads it was a redheads exclusive but i hit my 2020 reading goal wow it's only october i know which was 50 books and that was the goal i set out like before there was a pandemic that made me be home all the time reading that's fucking wild I read 50 books this year so far and I read eight last month I need to actually get a life but um (laughs) I'm sharing with you all my favorites that I read and so are the other girls so if you're just looking for book recommendations it's a great place to be wow that's crazy I've read probably five books this year really yeah nice you sound like you don't believe me I didn't but now I'm like thinking I can think of four 
So maybe you snuck in a fifth. Yeah. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. Um, okay, I think that's it. Again, now it's it. Everyone have an amazing weekend. Sorry that we won't be here tomorrow, but there's tons of TNN content and Patreon content for you to enjoy. Just make sure to have a good weekend. Stay safe. Don't drive drunk. Wear a mask, you know? Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every morning, Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Morning Toast, and leave a five-star review about a beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We love you guys so much. We'll see you on Monday. Have an amazing weekend. Stay safe. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.